0: welcome back Lockdown Cavs listeners on today's show we're going to talk about Cavs whiz and we're going to talk about Rajon Rondo as a pretty likely Ricky Rubio replacement as all things kind of evolve here that's coming up today on Locked on Cavs your daily Cleveland Cavaliers podcast part of the Locked on podcast network
1: you are locked on Cavs your daily Cleveland Cavaliers podcast Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
0: Evan, obviously, I think the big news here is that Rajon Rondo is going to come to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, we'll get to that, and we'll get to Cavs whiz here in a second. Wanted to tell everyone that today's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. Download the Prize Picks app today and get playing the very best DFS fantasy out there on the market. And we also want to thank you for making Lock and Cavs your first listen every single day. Remember, we are free and available on all platforms. Okay, Evan, Cavs whiz. Let's just talk about the game first because that is a thing that has happened. That is a thing that is, let's just say, more concrete at this moment in time. Cleveland loses 110-93. to Competitive first quarter. Not really competitive in the second and third, particularly the third and kind of just a blood it's game good. in the fourth quarter. Cleveland that started a, a lineup of Kevin Pangos, Isaac Okoro, Evan Mobley, Kevin Levin, Lowry Markkinen, due to the situation with Ricky Rubio, and Darius Garland being in the health and safety protocols. Uh, Evan, do you, does anything from this game at all stick out to you?
1: Not necessarily, no. I mean, the obvious one being that it feels so weird being on the left side of the screen instead of the right side of the screen now sorry folks it's a new it's a new 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 year almost new locked on cavs kind of but it, the obvious takeaway is the lack of Darius Garland clearly has hurt the cavs in their last two games against new orleans and now washington and probably will against atlanta unless he's somehow miraculously available which i doubt he will be tomorrow uh, as in the 31st or And it's also just tough because the loss of Ricky Rubio. I think that was a gut punch for this Cavs team. Ricky kind of was the common thread for a lot of these players in terms of just veterans and younger players. He made this team better. Uh, Kevin Pangos definitely looks like he's overwhelmed and not really an NBA-caliber body. I think we have a pretty clear (laughs) list of tape at this point to show that. I think Kevin Pangos is a great guy. I just don't think he's going to be here long-term or he's really like the immediate solution is the backup point guard, hence why they traded for Rajon Rondo, but yeah, man, it's just not a lot to glean from it. Evan Mobley was really fun in the first quarter. Kevin Love was really fun in the first quarter. Lamar Stevens was good to have him back to uh, Dylan Windler was largely non-existent. He had two points and six boards in this game. <sighs> he was back as well. Uh, Malik Newman got some burn at the end. He played eight minutes, scored eight points, had uh, one assist, one rebound. Maybe the JB Bickerstaff utilizes him a little bit more because, like I shared the other day, Brendan, you in my conversation with him, they charge if you use Malik Newman as like a in a Jordan Clarkson like six man role, and if the Cavs need a bit of a scoring punch, maybe they turn to Newman a little bit in some situations just because. This is going to have to be a situation where J.B. staff continues to get creative. Um, Denzel Valentine did not play tonight. I think that's kind of the writing on the wall to say that he's the one who's going to be traded for Jean Rondo, just to open up a roster space for them. The Lakers will waive Valentine, to open up a roster space for. Um, Sammy Johnson. Johnson as well. Sorry, the name just blanked on me. I hit fourteen. Is about to say Brandon Ingram, but either way, um,
0: they 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 wish it was Brandon Ingram.
1: Yeah, me too, but. Um, all in all, it's it's COVID ball. We don't hand out awards during this just because it's either a win or a loss. There's no such thing as a bad win or a bad loss or a good win or a good loss or something like that. Um, you just kind of have to get through this. The Cavs are starting to get healthy again, thankfully. They had... Three players come back from health and safety. Jared Allen is around the corner from what I've gathered, too, so hopefully he's back against Atlanta, if not Sunday against Indiana. So things could be getting better for the Cavs. I think Rondo will give them a bit of a shot of an R2, but we'll talk about him in the next segment, couple segments, but not really much to glean from this. Um, individually, like Evan Mobley, really fun. Isaac Okoro is shooting better from three. I got some Larry market intakes so I want to fire off, too, but it's just interesting.
0: Yeah, I, I think this game is forgettable frankly uh, that this was the biggest loss of the Cavs' season a 17-point loss will go down as so far as the largest loss of their season which kind of is you know crazy to think that like they've definitely in the past seasons have much more loss than this Evan, the only thing that I like think kind of matters for me like the painless thing matters to some degree because it's just like it's been very tough for him to, to kind of find footing. I think the Mobley offense stuff after the Pelicans game where that was like the, the Rubio ACL and drops, he took center stage there, but Mobley's offense in that game to me was awesome. And then he was, he took 20 shots in this game. That was the most shot attempts on the team. 21 points, five boards, three assists, uh, two blocks, two turnovers, one steal. Evan Mobley on offense is like really interesting. That little up and under he had that made Kyle Kuzma high five him was ridiculous. He's very good. We can see that he can. He uses that length to kind of duck around the rim and, and get those up and unders off, those reverse layups off in, in a way that's kind of crafty. I think the thing that is tricky is you can tell that the Cavs right now are a team that is expending a lot more energy on defense than they might have before because they're missing Jared Allen, who was on the sidelines and had a, had a mask on and it was doubtful for this game and, and should be back soon. They are spending a lot more energy on defense. And then Evan Mobley is taking on this kind of different role in offense. And I think there's just an adjustment period kind of going on here, right? Like I think that you, they don't they don't cut around him when he's just like attacking. Like oftentimes he gets the ball and it's like, okay, Evan's going to kind of ISO post up now or Evan's going to, you know, stand at the top of the key and get to dribble like they need to, I think, get more creative and more movement based stuff going on around him when you're going to feed Evan like this. And I I think as we'll get to in the Rondo stuff. Like I, like, I don't think the Rondo thing is a full Rubio replacement. Like you're not, I don't think you can just plug in Rondo and then play the exact same way you've played with Ricky Rubio. I think, it's going to be a lot of Evan Mobley getting to do... I think if it were up to me, it would be Mobley getting to do more stuff. I think that's something that just makes sense for the talent he is. And there's going to have to be some more movement, some more kind of, I think, creativity on the offensive side of the ball to kind of maximize what that could look like. And what, and again, everyone have to get back to full health, get through this, this COVID situation. Getting Darius back will obviously mean more than anything else. But I think until that happens, Mobley... Getting touches is good. I want to see it be a bit more dynamic is the word I was kind of talking around there.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. I also would like to see the lottery market and use his size to his advantage a little bit. You pointed this out. He is seven foot but plays like a wing. He is now two for 23 from three point range on his last 23 three point attempts, which is suboptimal, to say the least, because you put him out there as a spacing and a gravity threat. And it's kind of non-existent. You had it more with Kevin Love tonight, and I think that's going to get a little clunky too. But like you said, defensively, this cast seems having to overexert itself a lot more just because there is the lack of Jared Allen's presence on the floor. I think Isaac Okoro having the task of having to deal with Bradley Beal and trying his best and failing miserably is just tough too. Uh, Brad Wanamaker looked really sharp for the Wizards. I want to give him a shout out as well. I, I think that's why you and I are both kind of like hoping the Cavs could pick him up, and then he was signed in real time as we recorded. But it's just it's it is what it is. You can't win every game. This Cavs team isn't going to go eighty-two and zero. They're also not going to go. I'm doing math in my head right now as the gears are like slowly turning. You, you
0: at one point in your life, you were an engineer, so like
1: let's... sixty-eight and fourteen. So they aren't going to go sixty-eight and fourteen either. So it is what it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. At one point in my life, I do have a piece of paper to my name that has my BS, as in bullshit, and Bachelor's of Science as well in Bio-Tissue Engineering and Research and Development. So, you know, I'm glad I'm able to use it at some points these days. But basic basic math, it's not just asking Siri to do stuff. But um, it is what it is, man. Like I I I just I'm intrigued to see how this Rondo edition works out for the Cavs. I want to talk about this more too, but like you said, he can't replicate what Rubio provides, but I don't really think there's much else to say about Cavs wizards.
0: Yeah. The only thing I'll say is I, the, there was just cause we haven't talked about Isaac's really since he's come back from COVID cause there's been a lot of other stuff going on. His first three offensive possessions in this game were like absolutely like awful and like atrocious. And you're just like, what is going on here? And then he also later in this game, then hit a pull up three and a catch and shoot three. And the shot looked really good. And you're just like, Oh, okay, this is going to be, like, I, I still remain, a, like, a believer and, like, it's just, like, one of those weird things. JB did say before the game that, like, they got asked, like, "What do you, does Isaac to do more now and... He kind of just like, we just need to get Isaac back to like what he was, some version of what he was doing before he went into COVID protocols. And like, if that's, that's, I think, actually correct. That feels, you know, a little coach speaky, obviously, but I think like there's some nuggets of truth.
1: It's tougher without Garland and Rubio on the floor, too, because they, those two make Okoro's life a lot easier. They get him a lot of easy looks while he's cutting on the baseline or just cutting in general.
0: Yeah, and I and I think like you saw him div- had some chemistry with Mobley in the Pelicans game. I thought you know, uh, Washington did a better job, kind of defensively and that kind of stuff. And look, like I, I think this pe- like these are lineups and players that have like no feel for each other. They have no chemistry, and like that shows a little bit. Like like the Wizards obviously didn't have Spencer Dinwiddie, and it went up with the Cavs. Like didn't have Garland, didn't have Rubio, and like didn't have Allen. And like a lot of what has made this team really special is just not there. And you can tell that no one was really familiar with each other. Washington that, had
1: Brad Beal. They were fine.
0: Yeah, they had Beal and they had Kuzma who played really well and gave Mobley some fits uh, in, in some way. And also again, high five them. Probably the funniest moment of the night is Kyle Kuzma high fiving of Mobley after Evan Mobley did some dope stuff. All right. After the break, we're going to dive into Rajon Rondo um, who may very well soon be a Cleveland Cavalier. Yeah. He is in COVID protocols himself right now. So he has to clear those and then he can become a Cavalier. So this is the world we live in, but Evan, you're going to tell everyone about our friends at Prize Picks.
1: Yeah, hey, Cass, not living in Ohio. You've been hearing me tell you about Prize Picks for months. Have you signed up yet? Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. If you have not checked it out yet, you're missing out. I'm telling you, you're going to love this. The app for the NBA and the mixed spots pickems. The Christmas Day games were off the charts, and even more, and they were even more fun if you played Prize Picks. Prize Picks has the best NBA DFS prop game on the market price picks offers more nba props than any other dfs prop operator and offers all the superstar players as well as bench players only recording a handful of minutes each game price picks offers any prop you can think of from points assists, rebounds threes made and so on all of your use all the uses that deposit and use the promo code will receive a 100 percent instant deposit and a match up to 100 dollars. just be sure to use the promo code nba you pick two to five players in an over-under on their projections and you can win up to 10 times any entry and it's just you versus the projected numbers. Prize Picks allows mixed sports entries and so you can take the over on Embiid combined with the under on Rodgers in the same entry. Use the award-winning app on both the App Store and Google Play. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. Prize Picks is safe and offers fast withdrawals. So... If, again, if you don't live in Ohio, go to PrizeFix today and use promo code NBA or go to the App Store and download the app. PrizeFix is daily fantasy made easy. If you're not playing Fix, you honestly don't know what you're missing.
0: All right. Rajon Rondo, Evan. Your your <sighs> initial reaction to this
1: is... is um, I'm pretty sure he's the first Cavs player to either wear four since Amon Shumpert or nine no, since Channing Frye.
0: Well, uh, you said we're number four. Evan Mobley is wearing number four, buddy.
1: Okay, so is Dylan Winler going to get... Scratch that. Scratch that.
0: No, we're circling back. How did you just didn't remember that Evan Mobley wears number four?
1: Aaron, Evan Mobley's just so transcendental. I don't look at the number on his jersey. Um, as um, uh, he, here's,
0: here's what I think. This is uh, Peter. I was unlocked on Lockdown today. Shout out to Peter Bukowski. Two days in a row talking about all this Cavs stuff. His suggestion to me was that Ricky, that Rajon Rondo. It's also very funny that they're both RR, by the way.
1: Yeah.
0: Like it's tripped me up a little bit, honestly. Ray Rondo should wear a number like sixty three. Just wear like a guard's number and just be make it weird.
1: Or he could bully Dylan Windler out of number nine, and Dylan Windler has to change his number to three, like that he wore in college, but he didn't wear three when he came to the Cavs.
0: It's a curse number, man. That's also Rubio. Is Rubio just gonna give up his like that? Like, what are we doing here?
1: Dylan Windler. Well, he can't wear ten because God, I hate this tangent I just unlocked. But yeah, in, you 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 in you, short. You, Let's the just, Rondo, like, okay. the Let's Rondo see. side, the Rondo trade makes sense because it became pretty clear tonight that Kevin Pangos cannot shoulder thirty six minutes or however he played,
0: But a lot. And he probably is going. I would assume he's starting tomorrow night in Atlanta. Twenty four. Yeah, he's
1: going to probably start tomorrow night against Atlanta, like you said.
0: Yeah.
1: R.J. Nempard looked okay in his twenty one minutes. He had three points, two assists on one of five shooting. Oh, one from three. He is not a three point threat because that was his biggest hang up at TCU. Those are, pr- and then you have like Malik Newman, who is more of a score first guard, but is not really going to initiate the offense. And you need to lean more on Okoro, Mobley, etc., to kind of initiate playmaking. That's not sustainable. Even when Garland comes back, you need an answer coming off the bench for this Cavs team.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And if this kind of feels like a Kobe Altman special, where Altman just takes one of these non guaranteed contracts at the end of his rotation, a la Denzel Valentine, like he did back in the past when he acquired Javale McGee. There's no really like quality point guards. I mean, yeah, Jeff T would make sense as a 10-day signing, but maybe they couldn't get him here in time. Maybe Rondo's about to clear protocol soon, like you alluded to, but I'm okay with it. He provides playmaking off the bench. Um, Scoring-wise, I I guess. uh, Defensively, I think that narrative's really gone at this point. Like, Rondo isn't really a plus-plus defender like he used to be. Um, He was actively helpful with the three alpha bulls um he's the one who kind of embraced the younger players yeah. on the chicago roster while Dwayne wade and jimmy butler tuned him out so maybe this won't be a huge wrench in the good vibes cavaliers but i don't know man i i have to kind of see how it plays out it's weird to think that Rajon Rondo, arguably one of the best point guards when he was at his peak in the league is now a Cleveland Cavalier. It's also weird to think Ricky Rubio was or is, and it's hard to think like all these players have worn a Cavs uniform in their lifetime. He's going to be an interesting footnote, a fun trivia question at the end of the day, but It makes sense. This seems like a Kobe Altman thing to do. You have an accumulation of second round picks. You have a bunch of non-guaranteed contracts at the end of your rotation and your bench, and you just accumulate some of those assets you've acquired. You make an in-season upgrade. It's similar to what they did with JaVale McGee. And if Rondo continues to play a good company guy and plays well for this Cavs team, this could be a good opportunity for him maybe to parlay another contract with a contending team.
0: Notably, I just want to I think this is just important as a factual note, Rondo, as a member of the Lakers playing in L.A., one of the markets where there was a local vaccine mandate had to be. He was vaccinated because he had to play home games. So he had to be vaccinated. Yeah. So he theoretically could be out of COVID protocols sooner. Um, as a result, he Un- could be
1: available Sunday against Indiana.
0: Yeah. In th- in theory. But in that theory, we, we don't we don't we know very little right now. I do the trade I, hasn't even
1: been finalized. I gather the earliest it could be done is tomorrow. morning. Yeah,
0: if it's going to get done, it's going to get done sometime on Friday that the wording on that kind of from like the let's just say like the highest perch of newsbreaker was like very clear that it's like Friday and it was like, OK, this um, is what it is. Yeah, the. I, I I'm have, really
1: frazzled about that Jersey thing, too. I can't believe you did that to me. I didn't do anything.
0: You just didn't you know. Cut it. It.
1: You should have no, cut no, it.
0: No, 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 no. If you forget what Evan Mobley's number is, you have to just live with that shame. You just do. I'm <clears> sorry.
1: <throat> sorry I'm too busy watching the players and not fixating on their numbers, nerd.
0: You done? Are we done yet? Yeah, I'm
1: done. I'm done having my tantrum. Go ahead.
0: Thank you. I, I will get to the negative stuff of this after the break. Cause I, I am a pretty big skeptic that this is like a clear win, but I can understand why you do this, right? Like Rondo clearly is like, we, they, they clearly identified backup point guard and like veteran creator type as like a need on this roster in the offseason. That is why you went out and got Ricky Rubio. If you saw, I, if I can understand how the coaching staff I'm sure has a say in this and I'm sure Kobe Altman, um, looked at this and his and his team looked at this and was like, okay, we need to just go get another backup creator and a veteran guy to kind of help this. Rondo's available because the Lakers are weird and like he's not playing much for them. He's been really bad this year. It's worth noting he was bad in Atlanta as well. Like, we'll see what this looks like. But like, I can understand how you can say, okay, we need to replace what Rubio brought us. We need to thus bring in a veteran guy to replace what he brought and have him do something, right? Like, I, I think that is why this makes sense and like the cost is negligible. Like Denzel Valentine, like, yes, like it's hurt. This is kind of a Cavs scene that sh- like sneakily doesn't have very good depth. Um, like like some of the, there's a massive drop off after like that top seven or eight, you know, it, it's a tricky situation here to kind of manage what's going on, but I can understand how you can look at this and say like, okay, like a bad second round pick that we don't care about to get Rondo in for the rest of the season. Cause he's on a one year contract expiring contract. You're not tied to him after this season. I, I can understand how you get there. All right. After the break, I'm going to list after the break. I just want to, we'll hit on a little, this obviously in more detail and kind of why I think this is, I'm a little skeptical, let's say, but first got to tell everyone about our friends at Built bar Built bar. Look, best tasting protein, ever. it's the new year. And that means it's time for some New Year's resolutions. For Evan, that probably means remembering what jersey numbers the Cavs wear. For you, that could be <laughs> that could be getting protein bars. Bill Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, and maybe even better than a candy bar. They have so many great flavors. Evan, I think your favorite is cookies. And, is it would be the cookies and cream? Correct.
1: Correct. Um, I would eat nine or four of them. <laughs> and It doesn't matter. Look, so you just have This is great. Bill bars
0: are covered in 100% chocolate. They have 130 calories. Most of them, four grams of sugar, four grams of net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar, which usually has 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. Again, so many great flavors. Evan's favorite: cookies and cream. My favorite, which right now might be mint brownie, Cooked coconut almond peanut butter brownie, and a whole bunch more. Try a mix box if you want to make sure you try them all. Go to built.com and use the promo code LOCKED15, that is L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, and get 15% off your order. Again, use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Okay, here's Evan why I think I am perhaps skeptical of, of this because Rajon Rondo is not going to be Ricky Rubio.
1: No, right. There's a huge offensive drop off. <laughs> yes. So, in terms Ricky, of scoring, well, that's, I, I think th- that's what I was kind of skating around in the first segment is just like offensively, you're not going to get the same punch you got from Rubio well, off
0: the bench. And, and, well, and even Rubio's like scoring the last couple weeks has really fallen off. Like that Knicks game was really like the peak of what he's been offensively as a scorer this season. I think the value he really has provided them is he plays with this energy that is like feeding into everyone around him, right? Like he is passing the ball, he is keeping things moving, he is playing at a pace. He is kind of this like kinetic creator who is like making everything just kind of flow better around him. Rajon Rondo is like famously like one of the most like slow paced players in the league and very like purposefully kind of methodical players in the league to kind of put like a a nicer tone on this. He's a guy who's going to play his way. He's not going to go too fast. He's going to kind of be very exacting, right? that is such a different polar opposite from the way Ricky Rubio approaches and plays basketball that it is not going to be like okay we had now have Rajon Rondo and even if we believe he is 75% of what Ricky Rubio was we could just have him do the exact same thing you can't do that like you just can't i don't know if, i don't think you can play him and garland together and have the same kind of success that you did right like he just isn't going to play big and be defensively i i'm skeptical he can be that good of a defensive player as rubio and I, I, that's why I tend to think that like this is like a getting Rubio or getting getting Rondo is part of the solution. I think the, the other part of this is going to have to be empowering Evan Mobley, empowering Isaac Okoro, leaning more on Darius Garland, um, you know, perhaps leaning more on Jetty Osm to do some, to run some pick and roll and some stuff with some bench units. Like I, I think there's just going to need to be some evolution alongside the Rondo part of it because he's going to come in and probably help you keep the trains on time, keep everything moving, but he's going to do it in his way. And it is not going to be the Rubio way. So I think just like, for me, if people out there are like, "Oh, they got they got Rondo. This is fine. The Cavs are just going to keep on humming." This is going to be different. This is not going to be the same kind of vibe and energy that you got from from Rubio up until now.
1: Yeah, I absolutely agree. Sorry, I was watching Joel and B be really petty. Oh, amazing,
0: amazing, amazing stuff.
1: Amazing I, I stuff. I really hope we get net Sixers in the playoffs. I'd be such a fun series and i can't wait to go on instagram after this meta's finest social media photo sharing project product but We, we don't own spotify but um really really bothered by this jersey number thing still um i just i don't know yeah like it's a good point man like you, you brought played, up your
0: other own slip up
1: by the way just so you know i didn't even bring that one up you did continue i was though. just doing it before you did or texting me about no. like late at night like no, i'm trying no, to fall no, asleep no, no, no. Good vibes, and my eyes nobody. will just like shatter open like hear glass shatter and i see a text from chuck man i'm like oh i'm a good friend chuck he's like <laughs> lol facebook doesn't <laughs> own spotify yeah, and then i just yeah. lay there like listening to marvin's room by drake But uh, <laughs> Yeah, they are really pulling opposite players in terms of play style too, and I think it's going to be tough. I wonder if JB can get Rondo to buy into the system because Rondo is a a player that is known to butt heads with coaches if he doesn't really want to adapt his play style to what the system calls for. Um, I hope this doesn't blow up in the cast face. Cause that is actually a really interesting point that I hadn't thought about. Like Rondo is a very methodical player. Like he and LeBron like made sense for each other on the Lakers because when LeBron sat, I guess he in theory could have Rondo play four or five minutes as the initiator of the offense. Cause he'll still dra- drain out the shot clock and make sure everybody's in their places and stuff. But this cast team likes to play fast. They have a lot of young players that like to run up and down the floor. They like to crash the bl- glass and get going and smash some ass. But Maybe Rondo introduce a different play style. Maybe that'd be beneficial for Kevin Love. Maybe. I don't know, man. Maybe either JB lets Rondo do what he wants because he is a Hall of Fame point guard and has proven track records of his success, even though he's well past the toilets of his career. Or JB gets Rondo to buy into his system because Rondo signed a minimum deal with the Lakers and the Lakers that, let him go.
0: But, but that was the Lakers who like playing for a title, playing for, like, I just like,
1: I know maybe this is a humbling enough experience. A Ron is like, okay, if I buy in, <laughs>
0: but what, what did Ray Rondo's, what, what in Rajon Rondo's NBA track record has led? Would Nothing. You believe? Yeah, that's Nothing. what I'm saying. That, that's, that's what, what I'm saying. getting
1: at too. Yeah. And yes, he does have experience playing with two big men in new Orleans when they tried the boogie and AD experiment cut short,
0: frankly, by the, the boogie Achilles injury. It's a real bummer.
1: That team was really fun before the boogie yeah. Achilles injury. Do you remember
0: when really boogie got like traded on like all-star weekend and it was very weird.
1: Yeah, I remember when, um, was it Harrison Barnes got traded at halftime and he had to sit for the rest of the game? When he remember got when
0: traded. Dion couldn't come out for the National Anthem in Philly? I
1: remember when uh, Sam got... Decker found out he was traded during warm-ups for a Cavs game, and then he got called to the locker room and found out he was traded. What a time.
0: Love that. And, and then lo- he like...
1: tweeted about how the Cavs are like a dishonest organization, went on a rant, deleted everything.
0: Yeah, and then him and JR got in some sparring matches later. Fun times anyway, continue.
1: Fun times in Cleveland. I, I I hope this doesn't blow up in the Cavs' face. I wanna, I worry, but I'm also gonna be cautiously optimistic that this is the right answer for this team because the Cavs are getting healthy as well. I think they, them getting bodies back will just obviously make them better. Like you're gonna get Garland back hopefully soon. You're probably gonna get Allen back either against Atlanta on New Year's Eve or Sunday against Indiana on the second of January. Rondo. It's tough because I still think there needs to be another move Cleveland makes because Rubio was your six man and Rondo cannot play the six man role for this Cavs team. He can be your primary reserve guard point guard. Sure. He can be like the initiator of the offense for the bench unit. Sure. But you need a guy who can provide scoring punches and replicate some of that production Rubio did because they already had took a blow and they lost Colin Sexton. Yes. Yes. Losing Rubio as well is another big blow because those two provide like tertiary offense when the offense box down sometimes because like Rubio just says fuck it we'll just throw a three pointer up and he sometimes doesn't make it but sometimes he does make it and like that shoots he, a team in the arm so I wonder well, if there's but then he's he's
0: also always be, like moving around and like that kind too. of like like and like Rondo All I don't well. know yeah but like Rubio but Rubio also does it with like a patience that is really key and like Rondo is almost like too hesitant to do some of that stuff.
1: Yep, there's very huge, that's that was my point at the beginning of the segment. Is there's a huge lack of offense production, like a huge drop off when you go from Ricky Rubio to Rajon Rondo in terms of just scoring the bucket or scoring the basket, and um, I wonder if there's another move out there for the Cavs, whether it's like. Gary Harris in Orlando, or they try to go get Eric Gordon from Houston, or they somehow cobble a trade together and get Karis Levert. And they push one of the guys who are starting right now to the bench. And they kind of get that spark that way. There are moves out there. I feel like this is the beginning of the Cavs kind of making some lateral moves to upgrade their roster a little bit, but I think you need to make another move in juncture with this Rondo trade in order to kind of keep things humming both of the starting lineup and the bench unit, because this team's going to get healthy. They are going to play better, but there's an obvious lack, there's a void from obviously Colin Sexton. But that void got even bigger. I almost punched my glasses off my desk with um Rubio going down last night or the other night as well.
0: Yeah, Uh just this is this is a cold reality. So like I'm not suggesting they should do this and. Uh, just saying that the math now works for t- true Ricky Rubio who like, I couldn't have imagined the team trading in a lot of ways up until this injury, it works straight up for carousel. Dude, that
1: such a bad look because Jay yeah. E's oh, I agree. Like I oh, agree. What Ricky to be a part of this organization. Yeah. We want him like, at and, yeah.
0: Oh, I agree. I'm just saying to. in the like, cold, cold, world of, of NBA trades and business like business. that now, that now works. And I was just like, huh, huh?
1: But who would you trade him for
0: rubio lavert works straight up
1: it does i think you could get a little more cre- freaky with it too if you want though you could maybe yeah. indiana if they really want to like they're not great but they're like teetering on having to an all-star caliber big man and and um sabonis and a very very good big man and miles turner obviously the Cavs want neither of those players and obviously Brogdon is not available to be traded like Levert would be a good start but I think you need to get something else from Indiana too well, because
0: y- yeah it just yeah one of their like is it like Tory Craig or something I mean they're or like you know the Torrey low, Craig's if, such
1: a JV Bickerstaff player like I'd be like you know what there's Lamar Stevens but a little smaller
0: Lamar Stevens but like probably a little better right now and a little more proven um Another point of attack defender more than like Okoro could play off ball. Like, there's some fun, like, JB stuff where we might score 80 points a game, but like, hey, like, we're gonna, we're gonna grind teams out defensively. All in all, I think this will be interesting. I 100% believe that, like, Rubio again should, I, I think he should wear the most bizarre number possible. And I, like, hope that this is, like, one like of those, ben like, Davis 85. Yeah, I I think 63 is like – I think a guard number is perfect. Like Peter Bukowski put that in my head, and that is now just like I need like that. A football
1: I, guard number?
0: Yeah, I need him to wear okay. like a bizarre – I need him to wear like a bizarre number. Like I need him to wear well, like 55 like he's playing center.
1: No player has ever worn 63 in Cavs history. Alex Kirk wore 53. Baron Davis wore 85.
0: Any, has anyone worn 50? Because he could just like take Jeff yeah. Sainz's old Browns number Six. and be like – Shout out to oh, Jeff 600. Fain. Remember Jeff Fain, first-round draft pick, Jeff Fain from Notre Dame?
1: I do. Len Chappelle, Steve Patterson, Bill Robinson, Ben Poquette, Bimbo Coles, and Arins Onaku War 50. Um I, I'm, not a a, I'm not a Warriors broadcaster, by the way. I'm not trying to like pronounce things or be <laughs> okay. racist.
0: Yeah, if it, you so. if you're on if you know that it means you're online like absolutely too much or watching League Pass at a very specific time. I just look, saw man. the clip and I was just like that's yeah. not yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Look, this Rondo thing's gonna be interesting. I think like it, it will give us fodder and I think will be interesting to follow.
1: Uh-huh. Um
0: Evan, I didn't think our last show of twenty twenty one would end with us talking about Ray Rondo though. Gotta tell you.
1: No man, it's really weird stuff.
0: What a weird, what a weird week. Just what a weird week
1: has gone winless Uh, COVID sucks again. It's very inopportune timing that Ricky Rubio blew out his knee right when the point guard free agency market dried up like it did. Um, I can't read numbers apparently, despite my degree. Um, (laughs) It's a humbling year, but thank you for being a part of this with us for real. We're, we're, skyrocketing towards a million listeners since I joined the show. And that's really weird to think that there's a million of you who tune in to listen to us three to five days a week.
0: Well, more of that, like a million people overall have listening multiple people like the count to that total. I think I don't know yeah. if it's like, whatever, it doesn't matter. Anyway, we're going to wrap up there. We'll be back after the weekend. We'll talk about, uh, maybe if there's like a little rondo update, I'll throw up like a micropod over the weekend and we'll just throw that in your feed so you can kind of have like a little audio update to chew I'm on. Available
1: Saturday, not Sunday, but well, I, as
0: heaven knows, I'm not really doing anything right now. But um, want to thank you for making a on Cavs your first listen every day as we end 2021. Our next episode again, we'll be back after the holiday. Cavs will play twice in between now and then. We'll talk about those games, we'll talk about how guys look when they come back. We'll talk about Rondo as that kind of evolves and things like that. Um, and look, we want to recommend that you make your second listen of the day, Locked on Bets, your daily one stop shop for all your gambling needs. That's Locked on Bets, hosted by Your Boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. Again, go uh, subscribe to us on YouTube as well. We're trying to get to 1,000 subscribers. Go hit subscribe. It's a good New Year's resolution for you. Go do it. Until then, Locked on Cavs, everyone be well.